I think we can all take a little bit away thinking that, you know what, we probably could have handled ourselves better. Awesome, massive announcement tonight. Massive announcement. Um, the next uh, edition of the A Chat With Lace Out series has been recorded and I am pumped to tell everyone, I hope you're sitting down for this, that the next guest will be revealed at the end of the show. You are a cruel man letting them all. I am a very, very cruel man. But the man that I spoke to, uh, if I had to say he would be uh, pretty outspoken, uh, honest, genuine. Uh, If you follow him on Twitter, he is direct as anyone. He loves the platform. And I don't want to give too much away, but uh, we chatted for about uh, an hour. And let's just say that he did probably a good 70 to 80% of the talking and a bit of a different interview. Very, very direct. Um, I loved every minute of it. And that will be going live very, very shortly in the next day or so. But I'll tell you at the end of the uh, podcast who that person is. But more importantly, another good weekend of footy on the weekend. It was the first week of a buy split round. Hey, do you like this split round business? Three weeks of six games? Yeah, I do because I love... I especially love the weeks where Port don't play. I oh, know. So it's good. When your team doesn't play football and you can just sit back and watch, it's such a good week. It's yeah. such a good week. You know what? Because you can go into work on Monday, not angry, not upset. You, you know that you haven't cost yeah. yourself four points. And you haven't won four points. It's, it's, it's not a nothing weekend. It's, it's a buy for the supporters as well to, to sit back and realise there's more to life than looking at the bottom of the ladder every week. There's more to life than <laughs> saying green maggots or bald wow. I was thinking about you. I was thinking about you, actually. Why? Because I'm a green maggot or a bald-headed flog? Yep. Talk to me. No, you are not, You are neither. You are a 375-game veteran for these Keelor Cougars. That's right. Um, who can, Bloody who can sink of it. cans with the best of them? Jimmy Cans on the, but, on the um, hill. Unfor- got to get down. you got to get down for a unfor- local game, mate. you got to get down for a local game. Yeah. Watch your local football. Invite me. I'm not... Go- I'm. I told you, I'm. I'm. I'm a, I'm a Bundura boy, but you've got to get me across there. But I'm not going out there without you organising some free Jimmy cans. So don't worry, I've, you I've make got that work. That, I've got it. I've got it hooked up, mate. Uh, good old Phil behind the bar will look after us. But uh, you're thinking of me over the weekend after was it? I was. I was. Sorry, I should say that. I should. I should finish my thought. Yes. Yeah, so I was thinking about you because when Carlton won that game, which I didn't see it coming in, my tips subsequently copped a flogging as well. Oh. You must be getting nervous because that just means they are one win closer to putting Melbourne towards the bottom. Hey, doesn't doesn't matter me if we get a number one draft pick this year. I'm, I'm, we're not tanking. We're just bad. Well, did well, you won't because that's gone Adelaide. No, 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 no. If we if if Carlton do overtake yeah, us, I don't know where they're going to the win. If they don't know where they're going to win another game, but it's it's exciting times, mate. It's it's exciting times because this is where clubs start building for the future. Trade talk suddenly starts to happen. Who's going where? Oh, it's exciting times. I tell you what, it, it might only be six well, I just, days. I just, wanted, I just wanted to say I thought of you. Well, I really do appreciate that. Correct. Um, I thought of you on the weekend. Uh, you didn't play. 
Um, and that was a good thing. Nope. That was a good thing. Hey, got a uh, bit of a shout out to the listeners out there. Thanks once again. Uh, we love doing this every single week. You guys are amazing. Uh, comments and um, likes and sharing on the on the Lace Out Facebook page has been immense. So keep it up. Uh, like I said, some more announcements coming up over the uh, over the podcast tonight. But um, let's just let's just sort of put it in perspective here. Um, we're going to start with another week, and another supporter has been kicked out of the AFL. Have they just officially put the supporters second? Do they just not care about? The supporters. Can we not be who we've been for over 100 and almost 120 plus years of this game? Has, has it got to the point now that corporates are first and we just have to sit and go, yes, master? Interesting point. Well, the AFL had released a statement. I think even the Victoria Police about why they're, you know, paroling games and yada, yada, yada. Um, what they said is basically, you know, we will not tolerate racism, sexism, uh, a whole lot of things, homophobic slurs, you know, all those sort of things like that. Completely agree with that 100%. But a fan getting kicked out for just having a crack at an umpire who didn't overstep any of those boundaries at all. I mean, I don't know where we're, where I think, I think you're probably on the right track. We're going to have to sit down there and just be a humble little crowd and give little, little, you know, little, off claps. Oh, it's pathetic. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Oh, it's pathetic. I, I, um, there's no place for, so for having a crack at someone's sexuality and whatever, but no, 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 no. They're, they're calling someone a green maggot. There are limits. You know, when it comes to sex, ethnicity, um, gender, all religion. that stuff, like religion, you know, there, there are no go zones, but people are so stressed out in life at the moment. You can't say anything in the workplace. You can't say anything off the street. We are so bound by what's going on. We have an opportunity to go out and say something with thousands and thousands of other people and just let loose. It's almost, it's almost once you walk through those doors at the stadium, it's the ability just to get what off your chest and back and just, just let it rip for a couple of hours and just enjoy what's in front of you. And yep. as long as you stay within those guidelines, if you say something, isn't that all part of the theatre? You know, really, are the umpires just too precious? They've, you know, I, I the, agree. The umpiring is one of the reasons. This all stems from the AFL just interfering with the game, not making clear and concise decisions. Like another example over on the weekend was, and we'll go into it shortly about Jeremy Howe's mark. How, how awesome was that? Yet 99 yeah. out of 100 people said brilliant. And then you get one person being the AFL saying, no, they got that decision right. They're just taking another one of the highlights out of the game and throwing it in the turf, throwing it in the bin and going, you know what? We don't want to see that. They, they don't want to see yeah. that. Anymore. And when you got well, players I, like, I think it's, oh, it shits me, mate. It just it drives me freaking bonkers. It drives me bonkers. Because I tell you what, Six weeks ago when I was yeah. Melbourne kicked seven goals in a row against Essendon, I had the shirt off. That was pretty offensive to anyone who saw it. And the security guard laughed. Now, if that was last week, I would have been hung, drawn and quartered. It's... Yeah. No. Nah. It's, it's gone... The, the AFL are a bit cooked at the moment. Mate, they, they are ruining the, they are ruining the game. You listen, you listen to talkback at the moment. You listen to talkback on any station. 
when it talks talks about footy, what majority of the calls start like this? I love the game, but I've followed this great game for X amount of years, but what is the AFL doing? I can't watch this anymore. There doesn't seem to be much positivity. It's all about what's going wrong. People don't know the rules. You go back to last year's AFL grand final, that last play of the day when uh, Rioli sort of had a bit of a block against Maynard, I think, on the wing, and Sheed came mm. in and took that mark. Mm. One side of the coin will say, yes, it was a shepherd. And the other side of the coin will say, no, it's a free mark. When both decisions are right and both decisions are wrong, you know that, that uh, there's something tragically wrong with our game. And I think this is just a, another one of those byproducts with all the bullcrap decisions that are being made changing the game. It hasn't made it better at all. And people are getting frustrated and venting and it's starting to, to bite harder than it ever has. Yeah, and I, I don't disagree. And I do think that there is a growing interest now in... in probably people our age perhaps who are probably going to start to turn away to the VFL and local footy leagues because it's, 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 it's a more authentic product. Oh, it's authentic. You can say whatever you want. Once again, within the guidelines and sometimes it's out of those guidelines. And I'll tell you what, it's self-regulated. <laughs> it, no, it is self-regulated. If you say something, there will be, we'll pull it up. But yeah, it's, it's, I just think that the, the, the supporters these days are all, under the, the guidance of, you know, Jill McGill. And there's nothing that they really can do about it. Clubs can't do yep. anything about it Well, that guy, the, the guy who got a warning from the, from the, who got kicked out of the game, the Richmond Cheer Squad guy, he got a warning, though he didn't breach any of those things. He called the guy, he called the umpire green maggot, a bald-headed green maggot, and he, got, he actually got a warning. Now, this morning, oh, sorry, this afternoon uh, on SEN, they're just saying, "What? Why do you get a warning for if he hasn't broken any rules? Why is he getting told off is he, if he hasn't broken any rules?" And I think that's that's the crux of it. This the AFL is one minute saying it's all okay, no problems, play on. Next minute, you're getting a warning, even though you've done nothing wrong. Okay, there's just no consistency in in, in, in what they're trying to sell. You know, you know what it reminds me of one of my favourite films. If you see Semi Pro with Will Ferrell. And yeah. right, right at the end of the right at the end of the film, he, he gets he has I think he has a fall. He's on the court, and they're like, you know, wake up, wake up, wake up. He has a dream sequence, and his mum teaches him the alley oop, and he does the alley oop for the first time ever. And the ref goes, no, 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 it doesn't count. He's like, well, why not? He goes, because you, you can't do that. He goes, well, well, did I did I fail anyone? No. Did I travel? No. Did I goaltend? No. So what's wrong with it? Nothing. But so it's got to be two points? Yeah. And it's, it's a little bit like that because nothing makes sense and they're giving warnings out for the sake of warnings, but they haven't done anything wrong. So which one is it? Have I done something wrong or have I not? They, you can't half-ass this. Can't half it. And, and we're, yep. we're, we're, it's getting beyond the joke. It is getting beyond the joke. And yep. you know the worst thing is, mate, I've got better things to talk about every week. We've got about 45 minutes to pump this baby out. And once again, we're spending the first 10 or so minutes talking about what the AFL have stuffed up again. All right. Well, let's move it on then. We will because I'm sick of talking about it. So let's talk about something that hasn't got much attention this week. <laughs> so the Adam Goods docos come oh, out. Good. <laughs> the Adam Good docos <laughs> come out. Um, 
I think it's called Final Quarter, I think it's called. And apparently it's raised a lot of uh, questions, a lot of issues, very, very thought-provoking. Apparently the AFL's come out and apologised on, on behalf of all of the clubs. Mm-hmm. But then I have a bit of a, I have a, bit of a look. And I sort of take a seat back and I'm being a neutral observer to everything that's been going on. At the time, it seemed to be all about racism. Mm-hmm. But was it? And, as, and is it still, or is it people just don't like him? Yeah, I, you, and, I, you and I kind, we, you and I kind of disagree on this. Yeah, we, well, we do, and that's but, what we're um, here. We, we, no, it's not all sunshine and lollipops, mate. We want to have these these discussions, and I respect your opinion. You respect mine. Absolutely. Um. Um. Yeah. I look. It's really, I, I think you, you could easily say it was because he, you know, it was, it's, it's easier for the trap for saying because he played for free kicks or we don't like him because we just don't like the fella because of all these particular things. He's a grubby player, whatever you want to say. But I mean, when we all look back at it, I think we can all take a little bit away thinking that, you know what, we should, probably could have handled ourselves better as a society with that situation, because I don't think any player, um, you know, black, white, whatever color would they be, whatever sex orientation, whatever, probably deserved to be treated like that across um, his final season. Uh, And I know, you know, we we may not have had, you know, racist intentions or whatever like that. Um, But it's definitely, it definitely makes you reflect on that, on that um, on that current climate, when he was playing football in that final season, I don't know what oh, I haven't. I haven't seen a, document, a documentary. I'm absolutely screaming to get my hands on a copy to have a watch because I, um, I've never. I, I, yeah, I'm just dead keen to watch. Yeah, what are your thoughts on oh, that one? I'm. Because I know you, 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 you go. I don't care about booing. You can boo who you want to boo. That's that's been that's been your stance, yeah. yeah my, my my stance on it is: look, there's no doubt there was an element to it. Okay, absolutely. Um, but people get booed booed all the time in in various sports, and and when you play the race, when 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 the race that that word racism is a really is a really powerful word that's being used. It, it's a, it's a, you know in relation to what. Hmm. And the thing that sort of put me in a bit of a, well, there's been a lot of ag- Aboriginal footballers. And look, let's be honest, we're not going to go back into the old, you know, Victoria Park days, the Moorabbin days, uh, the, you know, the Nicky Wimar pulling up the jumper and checking out my black skin, those sort of days. We're not going near that. But, you, you yeah. know, you look at some of the players that are rolling around at the moment. You've got um, Neville Jetta. You've got uh, Willie Rioli. Uh, Flying Ryan, Stephen May, mm-hmm. um, yep. Jack Bart. You've got a lot of brilliant Indigenous players and none of Absolutely. them get booed. None of them get booed. So there has to be, there has to be another element towards it. Eddie Betts. Eddie Betts is also another one. Eddie Betts is... My, I walked through the door to see Eddie Betts play. Mm-hmm. Jeff Farmer, gun. Yeah. You know, all these... 
these yeah. amazing Aboriginal footballers that people love to go and watch. Yet, why was this particular person singled out? There's got to be now. Did it start with? Did it start with um, pointing out the pointing out the person in the crowd, the the young girl at the time? Was it the whole spear gesture that mm. he did during Indigenous round? Was it, um, you know, some of his tactics, which, you know, I didn't watch as many Adam Goods games over the years as, as some other people have, but some of his tactics yeah. going into packs, et cetera, were, ex- were a little bit questionable. I, I just think that to, to use that whole racism card as the single, single most um, damaging reason for him to be treated like that doesn't marry up with me when there's so many yeah. other Indigenous players in the league who do not get the same treatment. Yeah. On top of that, though, you will get some dickheads in the crowd who just do it for the sake of doing it because they're sheep and they'll do what the shepherd says because they just are dickheads. All right? You got to yeah. back that. Unfortunately, yeah. we can't do anything about that. But it was, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm fascinated to watch this documentary as well, too, just to sort of see because it doesn't paint Eddie Maguire in a, a, great, a great light, apparently. Sam Newman in a great light. The AFL in a great light. Yeah. Once again, it's a documentary. Yeah. And if you're planning a documentary and you want it to slant in a certain way, you could most definitely achieve it. Absolutely. I, I, the key thing I think around this for, for me on reflection of all of it is probably the fact that, you know, um, we didn't stand up for it just for, for a player at all. And that's across all supporters and the leagues and the AFL and everyone who's involved with football probably should have just stood by their mate and actually stepped away and thought, you know, how would I like to be booed by 60,000 supporters week in, week out, every time I went near the ball or every time my face was up on the screen or whatever. And I think that's probably the failure is we didn't protect a player. Yeah. And, and, and that. that's the part, that's and the that, part that, I agree that, with. That, that's the part I agree with. The club yeah. should have come out and said, you know, not just on him, but hey, just cut this. Just cut it out. They just just cut yeah. it out. It happened on the weekend. I don't know if you saw the most recent game in the. Well, there was two actually two circumstances. A game five of the mm-hmm. playoffs. Kevin Durant snapped his Achilles tendon. I don't know if you get if you can see that he's popped his Achilles out of the back. Yeah, of the yeah. Oh, and yeah. he's you know there was booing at one stage, and then the Toronto Raptors players have actually said no, no, no. Just just cut this out, can you? Cut this out, and then it. Completely yep. turned where they were actually sad to see this guy go down, and also when Australia mm-hmm. played India on the weekend, Smith and Warner, as mm-hmm. we knew they were going to get bo- get booed by the crowd, and you know th- the most hated person you could say on that team is Virat Kohli, and he's even gone to his own supporters and say, "Hey, hey, enough's enough." All right. Yeah. So these yep. examples where you go, okay, you know what? That's leadership right there in both those circumstances. There was no leadership from the AFL when it came to this at all. And there's still no leadership coming from the AFL. And if you have a look over the course of the last 12 to 24 months, absolutely no leadership. They just talk complete shit and they don't come out and address <laughs> situations whatsoever when they need to be. Now, when was the last time we heard yeah. from Lachlan saying they made a mistake? They won't do it. Yeah. Sorry, no one's perfect. Yeah. I, I, and, and I think, you know, the AFL tried to come out and, and in the documentary, I think, I think that they refer to that if I try to come out and say about the stop, you know, stop booing about them goods, but that just fuels, fuels that fire at that particular time in football, which is just a weird one. But 
you know, I, I hope everyone gets a chance to watch it and I do hope they get to reflect on their own uh, thoughts of Adam Goods during that final year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be. It's not proven wrong. I would just like to see it from, from his position and maybe empathetic to the whole situation. Yeah. You know? Yep. All right. Uh, um, it's one of those things that I think we we agree to disagree, but we agree that there's there's greater things in play when you talk about that. Um, correct. But yeah, it's pretty exciting. Hey, look, um, another massive game on Monday was the Queen's birthday traditional Melbourne Collingwood uh, game. Once again, Melbourne kicked themselves out of it. Collingwood played some great football, but the one thing I really wanted to highlight was if this guy does not get a nomination at least for um, for Australian of the Year, or at least an Order of Australia, or anything along those lines, being Neil Danaher for the work he's doing against Fight M and I don't know what you need to do because he is—he is amazing. What he's done over five mm-hmm. years raised over twenty-four million dollars in that particular time frame. When all they wanted to raise yeah. first, it was a hundred grand. It's yeah, it's extraordinary. I don't know if you saw any of the shots of the game on the weekend, there was just a sea of blue beanies. Yeah. Even on, uh, on the Queen's birthday, I went to Bunnings to get some stuff to fix, to fix the house up a little bit. Um, and there were people in there, just tradies and general people wearing the MND beanies. Oh yeah. It was fantastic. Oh, I love it. Absolutely fantastic. You know, it's winter, you need a beanie. You might as well put your money towards something. Stuff your, your Stussy beanies or your Rip Curl beanies or your Wobby's World beanies. There's 60 bucks for some fluff. Pick up a Fight MND and look good, feel good, and know you're doing something that's going to make a difference to people. We've got to slay the beast. 180,000 beanies were sold. Sold out again. Sold out, and the demand was still there. Yeah, well, it's amazing. It is, it is just uh, amazing. And... If I put a I put a link up to the video last week on the Lace Out uh, Facebook page, showing his speech to the Melbourne players. If that doesn't put things yeah. in perspective for for you right now, if you put that and what we just spoke about with, if that doesn't put life in perspective for you, nothing ever will, mate. Nothing ever will. You just don't realise yeah. how good yeah. you've got something until, and, and until you, you, your kids are sick or your wife's sick or. You know, your best mate's gone down. Mm. You know, we worry about the pettiest little issues that, oh my God, I forgot the Wi-Fi password. When there's a guy yeah. here doing everything possible, knowing that he hasn't got much time left on this great world of ours um, to try yeah. to make a difference in the world. Now, that, that, in my eyes, that's a real hero. And that, yeah. that, that is Absolutely. But um, yeah, it was, just, it was just awesome. And some of the yeah. crowd shots you've seen, it's just a sea of blue. And, you know, they get yes. the oh, and they get the sliders. How good was it to see Cyril? Cyril, he has he been on the <laughs> he been on the turtle meat or what? Has he has he been Cyril? A- oh, he's so good. I just he's just like I just love the casual tour. It's, it's just so Cyril. It's just like I just grabbed that of my wardrobe. That's what I had. Yeah, I actually thought he was. Yeah. A ro- I thought he was a road yeah. worker. I thought he was just like you know I'm a road worker. That's what I'm doing now. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> but it was it was just brilliant to see that all the sliders go down. Who was your best on? Did oh, you have a best on? There's only one man and one man only. Nick Rewalt. I had to look twice. I, to I agree. He, look, if anyone goes and dyes their hair for something like that, mm-hmm. just give him kudos. 
Loved it. Absolutely loved it. You know what I also loved? Sorry. Yeah. I also love Jeremy Howe's Mark. The thing hanging on Tommy <laughs> Mac. Tommy Mac. Tommy Mac has a habit of being Jeremy Howe's stepladder on Queen's birthday games. That's a second year in a row. He's like, you must give him a call during the week and go, hey, hey, we're going to split another car this year? Because he did it to him last well, year. Well, this year, Peps, no car. What? No car at all. Why? It was a mark. a mark. What do you mean it wasn't no, a mark? It wasn't. How could it not AFL be a mark? said it's not a mark. What? Otherwise, it's not a mark. What do you mean? That was a mark. Not a mark. But he... No car. He jumped up and, and took the mark. But what did he Peps, do wrong? No car. No car. No car, Peps. No car here. No car. But he took a mark. Oh, no, how crap was it, eh? Pepsi. Calm down. Like, no, was... ru- just ruin the game. This is a, ruin this the is a game. quick one, yeah? This is quick. This is a quick one. It was a mark. Move on. It was a mark. Move on. And then I think the AFL have come out and said the right decision was made. Common sense. Nothing. Do you reckon that's not in their KPIs? You know? Rip the supporter for as much money as we possibly can. Introduce 64 new rules into the season. 64 rules that nobody likes. And take away a highlight of the game. Bang. So, Peps. Peps, if that happens this week, a player jumps into the back of a player and pushes off, that has to be a no mark. has to be a free kick again. It has to be. It has to be. Just come out and say, you know what? We got that wrong. We got it wrong. What was the danger in what he did? There's more danger in driving your knee into somebody's back than football boots. They stuffed up when they should have got rid of Toby Green one. Well, a couple of years ago. Yeah. That's oh, all I have to say. Yeah. About. That's all I have to say about that. You've got it yeah, wrong. I've got nothing to say about nah, Jeremy. Got Howell. it wrong. He's just he's a human highlight reel. <laughs> he is a human highlight reel. <laughs> Must bring back memories for you watching that sort of stuff. Well, I'm just thinking for you, like, hmm, didn't he? Didn't he play for for, for Melbourne? Yeah, hmm. he did. He did. He played for Melbourne and left because Collingwood was his childhood team, and he wanted to play in the forward line and ended up moving into the same position he did. But you know what? That's okay. Yeah. That's fine. But um, yeah, you, when you saw yeah. Jeremy Howe take that mark, you would have reminisced all those years of football that you played, um, being in Tom McDonald's position as people took speakies on the back of your head. Your nickname is Bailey. I, could, I told you I got banned from the league. Wasn't, wasn't it uh, <laughs> wasn't your nickname Bailey's? <laughs> Why? The number one stepladder in um, crucial football. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, it was potentially the best game by a single player played on the weekend. By the big Were you referring to? Oh, the big 190-plus centimetre beast that roams the Carlton midfield with a number nine on his back. Patrick Cripps. Oh. Did you say that? You didn't watch what? much of this game? Uh, no, no, I did because I, I, wow, I thought it was over. And then, I, then I'm like, whoa, whoa, we're coming back here. But um, what a, what a difference a week makes. Last week, Pete Cripps broken, destroyed, crushed as a person, can't carry this team, whatever other headline you want to write this week. How good is he? He's a legend of a game. Oh, my. Amazing. What an amazing turnaround. He was... 
he was he was brutal. Like he just he destroyed. Now I don't know what happened to Brisbane. The Q almost went in the rack. That's what I actually think it was. But Carlton played with the freedom. Why is it with teams get a new coach? Is it almost like, hey guys, you know what? Do what you want. Just go out and have a good time, regardless of the result. There were six goals, mate. There were six goals down. <laughs> there were six goals yeah. down, and they've turned that around. I just, I just think they just um, probably a bit of both. I think I think probably Brisbane probably took their foot off the accelerator a bit. Um, and you know you've played in how many games now? You know three hundred and seventy plus games. Yeah. You know that once a team gets a sniff and they get that momentum of a couple of goals in a row, it's really hard to stop. But and Carlton, I think that's what happened. I didn't even know Carlton had noses for the first X amount of rounds. <laughs> they couldn't sniff anything. They, they couldn't even get a scent of a win. Their Cripps has come out. Can I just go yeah. through his... This was his stats, right? He had 38, 18 kicks, 12 mm-hmm. handballs, seven marks. He had four frees, four. He's had two tackles. Bit lazy, in my opinion. He's kicked four. He had 151 <laughs> fantasy points. I reckon the... He's just dominated. And then the bloke who's come in at second, 32 disposals, 23 kicks, nine marks, four frees, four tackles, no goals, Sam Walsh. Yeah. Look at those. And it's, it was just, you watch it and you just think, this guy's special. And he, there he, he's Carlton's, yep. he's Carlton's captain and they've done that at the right time. He, you know, good on him. Just, just good on him. It was, it was, it yeah, was just a great a, game to watch. Yeah. Oh, well, it when was. you could watch and it, he, he, he Eddie had, had this stupid roof open again. Fucking hell. <laughs> you got no idea. Well, oh, who, owns, who owns Eddie had? Oh, Marvel, sorry. Who owns that? That'd be the, oh, that'd be the AFL. Tick. Another complete fudge up that they've done. They can't even shut the roof. Do you reckon that, you reckon Gil, do you reckon we Gil, say it, we say it all the time. Do you reckon Gil drives around with the sunroof half open, half closed during the day? Just for the sake of having the roof open? <laughs> oh, probably drives around in that mustard jacket that he wore to the polo all those years ago. Just close the roof, Gil. Just close the roof. But, yeah, it's, they, they, were, they were amazing. And it was a really good win. Like, yeah. It wasn't just a, a luck win. If they, they came back from so far back. It was great to see. Oh, yeah. Great. I smashed them. Yeah, smashed them. Um, what's on your agenda? Besides what we've already gone through really quickly this evening. No, it's been good. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to think. What do you want? Do you want to just do a quick drive by of the games? Just a one liner. Yeah, let's just do a quick. Let's just do a quick. Um, yeah, let's just do a bit of uh, Katy Perry, who was hot and cold. So if we go back over the week, um, all right. Well, is is a perfect Friday one. Night. Uh, no rants, no Richmond. That's getting bigger and bigger every week, isn't it? They've gone out and beat gone get beaten by sixty four, almost eleven goals against the Cats, sitting three games clear on the top of the AFL ladder. Geelong are, Geelong are um, the Rolls-Royce right now. How did they get better? They got it all. But how did they get better? They, they got it all. Up, they got it all. They, they picked up two players, Gary Rowan and Dalhouse. Theoretically, that's all they picked up. Picked two up players a, who are at the end of their careers. But they're just doing what they need to do. Ablett's had a better yeah. season. Much. Tim Kelly, top three players in the league, no doubt about it at the moment. Tom Hawkins, he's in a rare patch. They're just doing everything yep. right. My only concern, uh, 
betting getting a little bit cliche, premierships are not won in June. No, but three game lead on top of the ladder helps though. Well, that definitely helps. You know, they've got the luxury to, to rest people, especially down at home. Good luck there. Um, Richmond, they're just right, next game. Next they're game. poo. Richmond are poo. Yeah, Richmond are crap. Next game. Um, what have we spoken about? This one, Carlton and the, Carlton and the Lions, 78 to 63. Great comeback. Um, next one, well, the resurgence of the new coach part two has happened. Part two um, is... <laughs> North Melbourne, again, having another win, two in a row for Mr. Door. Yep. Uh, a lovely 27-point win against the Suns. Hey, the Suns, hell of a lot better than they were last year. So, Stewie Jew's got them tracking in the right the right direction. The only thing I just don't yep. want to see is players leaving. They've got to, make, they've got to somehow make yep. a destination club. Um, well, I, look, I didn't yep. see this one coming at all. Adelaide over GWS did not see that... Um, on the horizon whatsoever. What is it about no. Adelaide? Like you, you're, no. you're the, the Adelaide porter. What is it about Adelaide at the moment? That's the, if there was a radar, would they be flying under it or are people starting to take a bit of notice about them? No, I think they're definitely flying under the radar. Um, I think their slow, 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 slow start to the season has probably kept them still under there. Um, um, this win here is probably a bit more surprising than some other wins they've had, but I still don't think they're top four. I think I think they're still a bit up and down, and they will ju- just miss the eight this year. But who's going to go in? No, actually, no. They'll make the eight. They'll make the eight. They can't. Make, they'll stay in the eight. It's not about it's not about not making the eight. It's like who's going to go in? A free. The only yeah. one. The only one that I can see making it out of that who, who could switch is Fremantle. They're the only team. Yeah. It won't be Essendon because they're a game behind. They're on the same games as you. So, Frio, Port on six wins. Richmond, Brisbane, yep. Adelaide on seven. You'd say out, it'd be out of those five teams that four are going to make it. Hawthorne aren't going to do it. North aren't going to do it. So, Kilda aren't going to do it. And then anyone else after that is Cactus. Yes, I still reckon everyone from down to 13 is basically still in the game. Okay, so, okay. Who is St Kilda going to knock out? Well, they're only they're only one game out of the eight at the moment. Jeez, now you you're starting to talk a bit of furphy right here, my friend, because their percentage isn't that crazy. Well, they're only one game out, mate. No, St Kilda, St Kilda, are one game out and twenty five percent. Here's how many yeah. games there? Good luck with trying to pull that back. North and that are too All far. I'm saying is it's not over just yet. Yeah. Look, the only way that St Kilda and North are going to get their percentage back is if either of those teams play Port or Melbourne again. And <laughs> they both play Melbourne again. So there's a couple of percentage boosters right there. Um, I'm still sticking yeah. by the fact yeah. that Melbourne will end up two games outside the final eight by the end of the year. If they can learn to Yeah, that's back. looking more and more likely. Yep. Um, but I look, the only teams... I, I, I can't see... I can't see Brisbane falling out. And if they do, it's just because they've run out of legs. The only ones I don't want to say, if they, if they keep playing the way that they're playing, because they've lost two on the trot, Richmond. Yeah, they're in that glut. And, 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 yeah, and then next one's Adelaide. Yep. Yeah, there is a glut. Yep. But, and, but, that, but that glut's going to thin out pretty quickly, I reckon. 
and Port play Adelaide this week. Oh, sorry, Port, sorry, Port play Fremantle this week. So there's a there's a, a direct clash there, eight and nine, and you've got Brisbane and Richmond. So there's a few games coming up which are interesting. As as I would say, there's a couple of eight point games right there. Um, there is a couple eight point. There, games a couple, right there, there are right. a couple eight point games here. Um, all right, so yeah, that, uh, well. Another one, I, look, I didn't see coming because I don't know where their forms come from, but Sydney over over West Coast. Was that more of yeah. an indictment on the way that Sydney are playing or what happened with West Coast? That was a tough one to Just read. Just one word. One word, buddy. That's oh. all made the difference. Oh. Did you see a shot after the siren? <laughs> Was that just? Was that just, show. was that just take the piss? If you can get a chance to see the highlights of that goal, have a look at the footage of John yeah. Longmire in the box, and the rest of them. They're all just leaning down, almost riding the kick as it was going through, and then as he's kicked it, Longmire's just shaking his head as if to go, gold, just gold. This um, look, everyone in the everyone, all coaches, everyone who's who's ever watched Buddy is a fan of Buddy. They're, they're yeah. a fan first, and then under that. He can be your player or the coach or whatever you want to do, but everyone is a fan of Buddy. I really, I really hope that he goes around again next year. And the only reason why is I really would love to see him kick a thousand because he's on nine hundred yep. and th- I think it was nine thirty six, nine thirty nine thirty six to nine forty. So he's still sixty goals off. Yep. He's not going to kick another sixty for the rest of the year. Let's just say he kicks yep. maybe uh, thirty. He's going to have to go. Yeah, another 30. Yeah, and I'd just love to see him go and do that. That would be kick a 1,000. Everybody can run another field. I want a 1,000 people run. I want everybody to run on for his 1,000th. Well, 1,000 goals in this in, in this day and age is freaking amazing. Uh, take a photo because that will last longer because no one else will do it. Don't worry, you'll never see another 100 goal kicker again and you'll never see another player kick a 1,000 because of the structure. Not in the current way, yeah. No. Yep. And also the fact that players can't kick goals. That's another thing. As we witnessed True. on Monday with the D's going down by 41 points to um, Collingwood, who they just seem to be doing everything that they need to. They didn't play great football, but they just played enough football to get across the line. Melbourne kicked themselves out of it again, especially late in that the late in that first late in the game, fourth quarter stuff. They had around they had 85% of the play up the up their end of the ground and just couldn't slot it through. But I will say one thing. One thing that did bring a, a smile to my face was seeing Jake Lever and Stephen May come back and both played really mm-hmm. well, especially May. So I just hope, you know, you, you still got Jetta to come back. Um, Marty Hall's still down there. But once they get their, you know, they, once they get a bit of momentum together, uh, they just need mm-hmm. to come back. Yeah. Collingwood just, just, just too good. It was once again, Dugowie, Stevenson, they're kicking their little bags of three. Is it a, a bag of three? That's a bag these days, isn't it? It's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're just they're just doing everything that they need to. They just all they need to do is get that top two spot, yeah. and anything can happen. Grand final day, as we saw last year. Um, yeah, I've got some news for you too as well. The kitchen's been closed this week. Oh, uh, it's closed. Yeah, the kitchen's been closed. No fry pan. No fry pan. Cool. Uh, we had to give. Okay. It's by it's the bye week, so the fry pan and the kitchen have had shut down, just for a bit of remodeling. But we'll be back next week. Um, Listener questions, anything come through on the page or on the personal chat from uh, our listeners this week, our social media guru yourself? Nothing on the socials this week at all. No, No, nothing. 
I will actually say one thing. Since the announcement of uh, earlier today that uh, and I'm going to announce who the next um, special guest in the uh, Chat With uh, series in just a moment. But some of the names that are being thrown around, uh, I did post up the latest interview in Lace Outs. A Chat With series has been completed. Saints Legend coming your way soon. Um, the Love Machine, or otherwise known as Morton Meets the Eye, came up with Jamie Shanahan. That's incorrect. Uh, <laughs> Lee Moss, a uh, close friend of mine living on the other side of uh, the country, has come up with... Lazar Vidovic, it's not him. Uh, so, would you, uh, would you like me to announce it now? Who it's going to be? Is it Warwick Kappa? It's definitely not the Al- Wiz, but he, he's definitely one I want to have a chat with. But um, he, you know, he is he he is the what's the word that like like the god the deity of our podcast? What's that oh, word? He's the um the, the grand poobah, the, the person we look up to. The yeah, Yoda. He's the, the, the person Yoda. that our podcast looks. Uh, he's the um, uh, the matriarch. If he was female, um, oh, so if, he, if we if we had uh, well, if we think of our wives and took that away and put Kappa in there, that would be the equivalent. That's yeah. how high in regard we would love to have the whiz on. So if anyone can make it happen, let us know. We want the whiz. Hashtag we want the whiz. Uh, but just to let you know, this um, this gentleman was. Uh, St Kilda's coach for a number of seasons in the mid early to mid 2000s last game coached against the D's in the 2006 elimination final very very outspoken if you get on his Twitter handle you never left a day where nothing's covered uh, brutal honesty um, and I had the opportunity earlier this week to have a chat to Mr Grant Thomas and we had a chat for close to an hour and that will be up as a special episode in the uh, chat with series later this week. So uh, a little bit different to what we've normally done. We did it over the phone. This one, very, very quiet, very, very reserved, but just his opinion on the AFL, uh, the gambling side of things. Um, He talks a lot about Stephen Milne, talks about Lenny Hayes, talks about the elimination final, just lots of little, uh, the, the love he has for his family and, and how special they were. Cause I didn't know if you know, he's got eight kids and you know we, how busy we think it is trying to survive day in, day out in the pressure yeah. of what we do with two kids and one child respectively. He did it with eight. So he mm-hmm. goes into how amazing he was with his family and, but just the passion, he's got such a passion for the game and um, he goes into a little bit about how he um, got left out of you know, with the footy classified and also with SEN and a couple of bits and pieces also with the podcast that's uh, no longer with Sam and Mike Sheens. A really, really good listen. Uh, once again, plenty of great things to say, um, and that'll be up in the next uh, couple of days. So I'll put a link up to it on the, the Lace Out Facebook page. Um, give it a listen, give it a share, because um, you guys keep asking for them, and we're happy to keep doing them. Simple as that. So Grant Thomas, everybody. Love it. He had a chat. Love it. Yep, we do. Really, really good. So um, I think that's about it, my friends. Oh, last thing, uh, the footy tipping. I'm just going to put it this way. Jamie's in front again by four over me. <laughs> um, and then the other two. So it's just basically me and Jamie now. That's it. So uh, the, loser, the, the, loser, the loser basically has to take the other one out for dinner. And so um, it looks like we're off to Smorgies. Uh, <laughs> there's no smorgies over where you are i tell you what i will set i will settle if you want to if you want to um if you want to now i'm going to say it here with the voice because yep. i am the voiceover guy for 
if you want to cash out. No, I'm not cashing out. Now? No, there's no cash outs, mate. If you want to, if you want to cash out, no, nah. I'll happily take a win on you at the footy. No, nah, no way, mate. No way. We're gonna have to go to another game. I'll take you for a day down East Kilo, mate. We'll have an absolute ball. But um, hey, that's it. We're done for another week of the the greatest podcast that no one listens to. Lace out. We love it. Um, J Dog, any final thoughts before we wrap up and get back on with life? No, I'm looking forward to whoever play this week in this in this amazing bye series we have. Yeah, I reckon I reckon Melbourne have a chance this week. They've got the bye, uh, and somehow they'll Good. have something to screw it up. I guarantee it. But um, so that's it, listeners. Remember, <laughs> give us a like, give us a share, tell everybody about us. Uh, the more people that listen, the more you know, the more reason we like doing this. More importantly, uh, apologies for not going live as we promised last week. My son had to go in the hospital. Uh, so unfortunately there was just a, a, a bit of a, a shoe was thrown into the mix and just um, we weren't able to get it run, up and running. So that's why we were a day late, but we'll get that up. And as soon as we do, we'll let everybody know when and where and how, but uh, more importantly, Jamie Wallace, thank you for your uh, awesomeness as always. Um, I'm Chris Pepper. Jamie, you know, you know what I'm going to ask. So just give the two words. Lace out. Oh, I thought it was sexy times, but uh, yeah, that's how he likes his how he likes his football. I like my football that way. I'm Chris Pepper. Over to the J Dog. Go D's. Have a great week, listeners. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>